Hello, everybody. Take the metronome off. All right. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Playing the Field. We are going to do a free agent special right now. Um, Ricky and I are here, Ricky. Oh, yeah, I got I got Twitter up. I got right. post notifications on. Woj, Hoop Central. We got it. We're good. And and put this guy, put Ross. Uh, Who? Okay, yeah. Look give at me, this. Give me the name. I'll put him on. All now. right. So let me just find him for a second. Because he's been... He's been giving me stuff before. Um, let me see. Ross. It was posted on. God, I just don't. I'm so bad at Twitter. Wow, I really can't find him. Ross, hold on. What? Uh, Ross Legion, like. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, so it's at Legion Hoops Ross. Legion Hoops Ross. Yeah. That's crazy. Try to pull him up. All right. Follow. Post notification. Bang, bang. <laughs> Five minutes, the heat of made deals. So Myers, uh, Myers Leonard and Goran Dragic. Yeah, both heat. going back to the heat. Going back to the heat. And then we just got new notifications of Gordon Hayward in, in Indiana discussing a possible sign-and-trade scenario. So I I don't hate this deal right now. I don't hate Gordon Hayward for Doug McDermott because we need a shooter. We need a veteran shooter. And Miles Turner's a big man that can play defense and can shoot the three and fits our timeline. I don't like. I, I think they should, worst case, take this deal. Like, if anything else happens that you risk losing this, this is bad. What do you think? Can the Celtics do better? I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, I, if we can get because Oladipo and what's TJ TJ Warren have been discussed in this trade, I don't like. I don't think that there's a better deal. Like, my, oh yeah, if you're the Celtics, like you should just be trying to get Miles Turner right now. Like above all else, like make sure you get Miles Turner. Yes, and then try and get like some shooter. Like I don't think you're gonna get Oladipo or Warren. Maybe, but like I don't. I don't think so because that's just a lot for Gordon Hayward. Yeah, who could who. I mean, in theory, he could sign with anyone, but Gordon doesn't want that. Like, Gordon doesn't want to go to Cleveland, and yeah. I think Danny Ainge knows that, so he's going to use that as leverage. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so it's not like he has no leverage now. The Celtics have shot themselves in the foot because because they've waited this long. He can no longer because he's officially opted out. He can no longer be traded. Like, there's no point in trading him to Cleveland now or yeah. the New York Knicks. So you're not going to get Mitchell Robinson or Andre Drummond or one of those guys um, with another team because they could just sign him. There's no point for them in giving up their asset. So now you're kind of stuck with Indiana. Miles uh, Turner's a solid pickup, though. Like, Oh, that would be a great win. Yeah. Because like, he could leave for nothing. Yeah. He could leave for nothing. Uh, it's it's very weird that uh, so many – it's weird to, like, if you look at the, like the, the transition of the Celtics – Think of all the guys that have come and left. It's crazy. Al Horford came, signed here. Uh, you know, Isaiah Thomas was the first one who signed, then was traded away, and then Al Horford signed, and Al Horford left. Kyrie Irving was traded for. Kyrie Irving came. Gordon Hayward came. Kyrie Irving left. Now Gordon Hayward's leaving, potentially. Weird. A lot of, lot of ins lot and outs of, for the Celtics. I mean, Danny Ainge has been the guy who's been known to wheel and deal. That is true. I, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Only only a wheeler and dealer would do that. That was pretty bad. 
Danny's got to be careful, though, because he's got to show some element of loyalty here. Because if it's true that he was just, like, shopping out Kemba, uh, that's going to be bad. Kind of would be in, like, the back of a free agent's head. Like, oh, am I going to sign a long-term deal and get traded next year? Yeah, I know. So, yeah. There's he can't you can't like just wheel and deal guys. You got to find the balance. So he's also got to stop. Like it was it was a loss for the Celtics to not get to take those three picks last night. Like he should have he should have put something together for a veteran player. I yeah, think. you've been you've been complaining about Danny. I've for been the past I've been I've days. been very angry, very angry. I'm happy that something's developing now. I when I was got very angry when Gordon Hayward just opted out, and that's all I knew because it did limit the Celtics options. Um, yeah, yeah. you want to talk about Fred Van Vliet just came up, right? Yeah, so he's going to meet with the Raptors, obviously, because he's been with them. Yep. Apparently, he has one or two other potential suitors. I don't know who. Interesting. Who would be in the market? I don't know. <laughs> Probably <because> Danny H. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his small guards. Well, the thing is, is Van Vliet came out and said he's looking for the most money. He's like, I've already won a championship. That is true. I'm He's just won. looking to get paid now. Like, so I I don't know if the Raptors are going to offer him the most lucrative deal, and that would lead me to believe he's going to go somewhere else. Where that is, I mean, I want to know. So, like, you know, we can just look at what their players are and see the cap and if they would pay them a lot of money or pay him a lot of money. Yeah. Is he worth it? I don't, I don't think so, but I'm biased because he torched us in the finals. Which is weird to say, but uh, I my thing is is I don't. He's if a good I'm, player. If I just I'm a GM, I don't want to pay him big I'm not, money. I'm not going to pay him max. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to pay him. Also, much. I don't. I don't think he's that young. No, uh, I don't think he is either. Let me just see. Age of Fred. Let me see. So he's 26. Eh, it's it's good. It, it, I mean, it's he's young. He's not crazy young. So if you're a contender, like. Honestly, Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean they can't pay him. They yeah, have to sign and trade he, for him, which means that you got to give up stuff, and they just traded away their garbage contract. So that's not going to work. Um, just trying know. to think, because like what, what team, team needs a point guard? Lakers, but they just but made they moves. just got Schroeder. They just got Schroeder. That's they're not yeah. going to pay him. He probably wants a starting spot now. Probably, probably, because uh, like if he wants money. He's going to have to play for the money. Honest to God, the Celtics should just trade all these picks for him. But, yeah, but he's a free agent. i got to start getting trade off my mind, sign and trade. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting question. What other teams are... Are in the point guard market. Yeah. Especially after the draft. Where tons of point guards went. Yeah. yeah. That was an incredibly deep point guard draft last night. A lot of them went. Yeah. Um. Let me just look at the NBA standings and just see if I can find something that would make sense. So Milwaukee doesn't they just made a move for Drew. I mean they they don't have cap space. Toronto, obviously. Boston don't have cap space. Indiana don't have cap space. Miami Heat probably don't have cap space. Seventy Sixers. Ah Ben Simmons. It made me stop. You have Ben Simmons. Is he gonna guard I mean, I guess Ben Simmons could guard a three or a four. I don't think either of them are on crazy deals, right? Uh, can you look up if the sal- the Sixers salary cap table? This conversation could end pretty quick if if they're over the cap. But I'm just I'm anticipating that Ben Simmons is on a pretty team friendly deal. 
Uh, I don't know if you know how to read this. Yeah, so that is a big fat no. They do not have any cap space. All right. All right. Uh, Magic, I mean, uh, they have that doesn't make sense Fultz, to me. Like, yep. Yeah. Uh, Washington Wizards, nope. John Wall. Chicago with Kobe White. Yeah, why they wouldn't they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't pay him money just to yeah. yeah. Uh <laughs> the New York Knicks, I mean it's possible. That's that I yeah. guess could work. Uh, Actually that could that could very well work. Knowing knowing the Knicks, they'll overpay him too. Oh yeah. That that could definitely be a suitor here. If he oh, wants man. his money, that's very possible. Let's 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 hope for Johnny's sake that they don't sign him. Dude, it's not, lock him up to a max. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> then Cleveland, yeah, actually, maybe yeah, that could very well work too. So those teams are pretty good. I mean, I'm just ignore the top eight in the West. I mean, Portland doesn't need him. Memphis doesn't need him. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of teams that have a point guard, and like unless he's gonna settle settle for a backup role, like I just I just don't see it. I mean, Greg Greg Popovich. Maybe. Yeah, but Greg, Greg's not one to, to like overpay for Fred Van Vliet. Like. Yeah, yeah. So let's see if we're right. Let's see if we're right. We'll we'll lock him in at, at Knicks and Cavs. Those are our potential oh, two other shooters. Um, there's another notification that just popped up, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Joe Harris is apparently going to be committing to the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, so... I don't know why I don't know why he wouldn't like they're a, a playoff favorite or I mean like a first seed in the East. Yeah, they're, like, they're they're in line to be very good. I think the incentive for him was like, well, didn't they just trade for Harold Shem, uh, Landry Shamet Landry Shamet? Yeah, but they could have Shamet being like a off the point off the bench point guard. I'm just trying to think of that starting five. Is it going to be Kyrie? Levert. Assuming that a massive deal doesn't get done for Harden, are we doing Kyrie Lavert too? No, it would be Kyrie Joe maybe. Then Levert, then KD. Oh, like a small ball lineup? Kind of. Get two shooters. I want Karras in. See, if I'm the Nets, right, I feel like I'm almost like wasting Karras Levert's development if I play him on that team with Durant and Kyrie. Because you're going to regulate him to an off-ball role. But like last year, you saw that he was like an on-ball player. I guess, yeah. Especially when Kyrie would go out, and he was like he could their, shoot though. He was like their only like shot creator. And the Nets struggled with Kyrie, but again, this is what happens with Kyrie. Like, he makes people angry. People don't want to play for him. That whole thing. he has to be a two. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So they have that though. So I just like <laughs> you. Th- you think the Nets should trade him? I mean, like, I'm not. Obviously, I'm. Their team. Unless they can get something really good for Karis Levert, which I doubt. I don't. I, I just you could. I just feel like. You could I mean, if you decent. if you could, yeah, but I feel like almost like. See, I don't think I don't agree with that. Like Joe Harris playing shooting guard, I feel like would almost fit with Kyrie and KD better than Karis Levert, even though Karis Levert is by far a better player. So I see what you're saying. Because if they Joe go, Harris is like a three and D. If they go player. small ball. I I understand keeping them both on the floor, but like, then like, I don't know. I feel like you have three on ball guys. So I know? I would I would character I like I think Karras can drive the lane. I think he's good with the ball in his hands, but I don't wouldn't characterize him as an on ball. He doesn't. Need he created the ball a lot of shots for them. I know, one. but isn't yeah. that like isn't that good? Because he can shoot. 
which means yeah, but that's he, someone that you could easily transition that you have the talent to just make a wing wing guy if you need to. And then you also have a guy that if Durant's out of the game, can create, right? Yeah. Even bring him in off the bench if you have to. Have him lead See, the second if he unit. was okay with like a six-man role, like a Manu role, I know he's super young, so that sounds stupid to say that. But like if you like put him in this like Manu role, I feel like he would thrive more there where he could just like work his own offense off the bench. <laughs> So maybe that's what they do, but I just don't think like you have a young, talented guy better than a lot. I of I just players. feel like he doesn't his his development is definitely like a slow, gradual thing, but you can still see it, right? Yeah, I feel like that doesn't fit the Nets' timetable. Well, let's see what he got. Let's let's look at Karis's stats because like his, I'm pretty sure his stats shot up when Kyrie was off the floor. So Myers Leonard just got two year for twenty. Yeah, that's, solid. That's solid. Yeah. Um, I'll take that. Oh, we got some. We got some updates. We got some updates. We do. You want to see? Yeah. The Knicks are expected to have interest in signing Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Here we go. There we go. Okay. So maybe there's they a package co- KCP and Fred VanVleet, like a couple max contracts. You know, something like that. For what? Trade for like Andre Drummond. Get yourself a six seed, max out your salary cap space. I like it. I like it. Oh God, don't don't uh, speak the bad Knicks, Juju. We're <laughs> in New York. That's <laughs> true. It's not a good look. Uh, um, KCP. Recently, there was a report that came out where KCP said he was going to be actually asking for significant money to stay yeah, with the Lakers. That's absurd. I understand he had a solid finals. That's not enough. Yeah, like 27. he's so inconsistent. He's been in the league for how many years now? You'd be like, oh, I I did kind of good in the finals. I mean, no, he did good in the finals. He was probably yeah, he, was the, he was probably the third best Lakers player. Ah, fourth after Rondo. Of course, of course. Um, definitely their their best like bench like shooter. You know. Yeah. But because like Danny Green was atrocious, but we don't have to get into that. But I don't think you can use that to justify getting big money. I get it. You Especially if you're in play for Bogdan. I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I understand you're trying to hustle the Knicks because they definitely have a history of overpaying people. <laughs> I respect the hustle. If that's Hopefully f- they've learned their lesson at this point. Like, I really hope that what I just said doesn't come true. But I, like, oh, yeah, they could do it. They, Anything's possible with that franchise. If he's doing it to just get paid, he doesn't actually think he's worth the money. Like he, you know, that's why maybe he's going to the Knicks. I, I, like I, I don't know. I just feel like maybe this is just a money move. You're not gonna win anything there. Yeah. Maybe this. He's he's Fred Van Vleeting. He is. He, he is. just got his it, chip. It's the same thing. And yeah. Now he's trying to get paid. <laughs> that's what these guys are doing. So I don't expect any massive moves. Like. I, like if if he went to the Bucks or something, that would be cool. But I just don't see anything that that kind of gets these guys to do that. There's no way the Lakers are gonna pay him. There's no way. They don't. I mean, okay. I saw something. I'm pretty sure Avery Bradley's opting out too. So if they just lost, yeah. Him. But I also saw that Avery Bradley wants to stay with the Lakers. Oh really? Like he's committed to them, but he's opting out for yeah. Oh, okay. Well. I was going to say, if they all left, who's their shooting guard? Well, that is a good question. I mean, Danny Green's gone. Yeah. KCP might be out the door, and so same with Avery. I mean, I out of all three of them, I want Avery Bradley. So. Yeah, so Avery could just start. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I. This is not a big deal, I don't think. No, but 
You're I also going to lose. You're also going to lose Rondo, which is another guard. Yeah, but they got Schroeder. Yeah, yeah. They don't have anyone off the bench really. They might. They might get thinner. We could see the Lakers getting thinner this offseason. Yeah, Schroeder. That could happen. Uh, Dwight Howard. Only the Lakers are interested. Only, really? Only the Lakers. I read that this morning. Do you think they'll the sign him to team. another like million dollar deal? They might, cause like, <laughs> I think that they were trying to like expedite his value or something. But if you notice in the clutch moments of the finals last year, Dwight Dwight didn't see the floor. You know, they started him. They started him and they gave him some minutes early, and then toward the end of games they would just pull him. So I don't think he's really a value valuable asset. I mean, he's he, he can bring you rebounding and he can block an occasional shot, but. Very interesting that a lot of teams aren't aren't willing. You know, I mean, he's isn't he like six nine or six ten? Like he's not he's an undersized center. I want to say. I thought he was six eleven. He might be six ten. Uh, let me just check it. Height. Like back back in the two thousands, he was just super athletic. But like, oh, Wesley Matthews just signed with the Lakers. Whoa. Bye-bye, KCP. Nobody cares about you in L.A. Yep. Uh, so, he was on the Bucks, right? Yes. Almost positive, yes. yeah. So, Bucks just lost another two. So, they failed to get Bogdan. Traded a couple of guards to get Drew. Drew. Now, they have Wesley Matthews at the door. Yeah. So, someone's going to need to take a mid-level exemption. I Like, I don't... Players should want to play in Milwaukee. Like I get it, the city is the city is cold. It's not a great city, <laughs> but you would get to play with the Greek freak for a year, and you have a shot at winning a title. Like, yeah, but like, that's a I'm, cool team. If I'm, if I'm a player, right, I'm looking to sign a one year deal or not to sign a long term contract, not a one year deal, right? I guess yeah. And the the risk of Giannis leaving the Bucks next year is way too great for me to commit the next four years of my playing career to Milwaukee. That makes sense. So that's a fair knock at Giannis right there. Because if Giannis were to say, and Giannis could easily do this, this is what Giannis should do. If he wants to stay in Milwaukee, he should open his mouth right now and say, if we bring someone in, I'm going to stay. Right? Then there's incentive to sign long-term deal there because you're going to have the Greek freak and you're going to be on a competitive team and you're going to make it a cool place to play with a good fan base. Like, actually, the good fan base part is disputed. I don't, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't, don't know how good I their fan know. base is, but still, all of a sudden the Bucks get a little more interesting. If Giannis keeps his mouth shut, keeps his mouth shut, that hurts them because players don't know and neither do the Bucks, right? So, yeah. I mean, if Giannis is look is if it's true and Giannis is looking for reasons to stay in Milwaukee, he needs to speak up right now and he needs to say <laughs> something seriously, seriously. See, I I just don't think he wants to stay there. I think he does. I think Woj said it. I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of all there is to that. But um, I I just I don't know. I don't know why he would want to stay there. They took a really long time to give him a team to contend with. And also, I mean, I have my own problems with Giannis that we've talked about. We, we can get into this. So, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on a second. What did they, What was that latest tweet that I just saw? 
Uh, it's Wesley Matthews. Go on. <laughs> oh, I just – sorry. The tweet is Wesley Matthews leaves the Greek freak to play with the king. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so we've disputed this. So Ricky 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 says that you say that the Bucks take took too long to get him a good team, and you think Giannis should leave, right? Yes. Um, I think the Bucks are just like historically not great franchise. So they're a small market. So I would say small. that that's kind of expected to a degree. Like, but what I'm saying is. Giannis had three really good years. Okay. Three really good years. So he had like a little over 20 in 2016, kind of snuck onto the all-star team, and then he had three big years. Now, the Bucks have made moves. They haven't been earth-shattering moves. But I don't think that that's a ton of times. This is not something that's comparable to like LeBron, where you had over seven seasons of greatness. Right? And then... LeBron says, I'm out. That That's a little more understandable than Giannis. If the Bucks have made moves. Like, uh, didn't they? when did they bring Kate in? I don't know. Find out when they brought Kate in. Because that could be another move that they made. Because did Chris Middleton get drafted by Milwaukee? I don't think so. 2015. Did they so draft they, him? No, they, he, I think he got traded. Or he signed, I don't know. Oh, 2013. Ooh. Yeah, 2013. Oh, he was drafted by Detroit, and then he got traded, I think. Okay, so they kind of developed him. Um, Yeah, so I guess the Bucks haven't given him massive talent, but I also don't think that there's been a ton of time. And their salary cap, they've given a lot of contracts to bad players. And now I think they're starting to correct that, and they're starting to get contracts to good players. I think I think what Giannis should do if, if he doesn't think that, you know, maybe... Uh, if he if he doesn't think that the Bucks, you know, j- if they just need a little more time, he just wants to see a little bit more. Maybe he signs a two year deal with a third, like a Kawhi deal, you know. Then I think he's turning down the supermax, so it gets complicated. But I, I don't think the Bucks have been bad. I I think the Bucks could have could be way worse. I I mean again and again they were they're a one seed. They, the last two years they've been the one seed in the East, probably favorite to win the East, and things haven't turned out for them. Again they. Uh, did they lose? Did they lose to the the Raptors? Right, they lost to the Raptors the year before, and then the Heat this year. Yeah, they lost to the Raptors. Yeah, okay. Raptors make sense. They lost to the Celtics the year before. No, did you, have you guys know. beaten Giannis? I thought you guys did one year with Kyrie. No, we got destroyed. Am I tripping? I am tripping. Um, you yeah, you keep thinking that the Celtics lost to the pay, they beat the Bucks and lost to the Pacers. Or I don't know like why I thought the Pacers went on this. I don't even know. Um, okay, my thing is like you get, they drafted Giannis in twenty thirteen, right? And he's nineteen, so at that point you know he's a project. Yep. You don't draft his his twenty thirteen. You said yeah. All right, so this is they also traded for Middleton at this point, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I can check. Hold on. Yeah, same year. Same year, okay. So you draft Giannis. You trade for Middleton. You don't draft someone with Giannis's like dimensions for him not to be something like you're trying to have him be LeBron, but obviously he can't be because he's not LeBron. Yeah, he's his own style. Yeah. Yeah. When you get to 2015, you see that he's he's now starting 80 games, and he's starting to pick up his game. 
more by little by level, little yeah. by little. Is that not the point where you want to start bringing in talent, anyways? I, I I agree. I agree. It's just tough. It's just tough because Giannis, what, what his third year in, he had like twenty. His third year in, he's averaging sixteen, and then he shoots to twenty-two. So he shoots twenty-two, makes his first All-Star team in year four. And I agree. Yeah. And the year before he becomes an All-Star, he's still averaging thirty-five minutes a game. Like he's playing a full game, he's averaging sixteen, and he's you're trying to build your team around this guy already. Like yeah, yeah, I agree. I I think they could have done more. I just I think it would be unfortunate for a one seed in the East that. You know they've had success with him, to, uh, to just to to just be left with nothing. Cause now, if he leaves them, they are oh, they're screwed. They are completely screwed. And I don't know what they. I mean, they were smart in the picks of they they like they waited on the Pelicans. Yeah, Pelicans picks. Like it's only not till twenty twenty four till something happens. So they'll have some first round picks to rebuild if things completely go you know go south. But they would be in bad shape if Giannis leaves them, and I just think it would be a shame because I, I, I like they brought in Brooke Lopez, they brought in Eric Bledsoe, they dra- they traded for Kate when Giannis, for Chris Middleton when Giannis was when Giannis was young and they thought he was going to be good. They've certainly made some moves, and uh, and this is also a small city with a small market where that teams aren't necessarily dying to come to. I mean, look at the Bogdan trade; they finally pulled something off, yeah. and then all of a sudden he says, "I don't want to be in Milwaukee." Um, so I just I give them the benefit of the doubt there, and I, I would just hate I would hate to see that. If it was two more years, if it was two more years, and Giannis still didn't had didn't have anything to work with, and he couldn't win in the playoffs, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. But I just think this is a little too soon. So I mean, there's another notification. I it's not big. Drew Eubanks. Wow, my he's, guy Drew. He's staying with the Spurs. Incredible wow. stuff. Wow. Wow. Incredible okay. stuff. I don't know how we uh Also Wesley Matthews, you wanna you wanna hear his amazing contract? Sure, sure. Hit what, me. One year, three point six million. What? Three point five wasn't enough. <laughs> um well that no, I think he was making more than that, wasn't he? I don't know. In Milwaukee. Maybe he doesn't want to live in Milwaukee. Hence the problem, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go check. That's not worth it. I mean, there, that's the Lakers' hole right there, too, filled. Yeah. So good for them. Uh, do you want to talk about some of just existing trades while we wait? Yeah, sure. Uh, interesting trades have happened this week. That isn't that is indeed true. One that I specifically talked about and called out last week, Chris Paul to the Suns. That's right. Rookie called it a quote Cinderella story, and I believe it will be. You think they really compete for a title? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, I think, I think they're a top five in the West this year. That's my bold take. I'll say top five seed in the West. Okay, so let's. If put you want to make it bolder? Lakers, I'll Clippers. say four seed. Fuck. Lakers, Clippers. Do you think they're going to be a four? Lakers, Clippers, Denver. Denver's going to be good. Bang. Phoenix Suns. Right in the mix? Why not? Why not? I mean, I, I I don't hate it. They lost Oubre. Chris Paul Chris Paul took a team of worse to the playoffs. They're like a sixth seed, right? Fifth seed? 
Let's do let's let's like get a board bet this year. So I'll give you fifth. I say the Phoenix Suns are not a top five, a top five West team, and you can say they are, and we'll mark this stuff, and we'll come back to it, and we'll see who's right. Yeah, I'll say top five, and you say like bot like hold on. Do you want to split it since we're you say you think they're gonna be a playoff team, right? Uh. Yeah, yeah, I think. Okay, so how about I'll take top four then, and you can take bottom four. Yeah, that's kind of what I was doing. Uh, I thought you were going to give me the five. So I was. Be, I was going to oh. give you, yeah. I, oh, said that, yeah. I said that they're outside, like they're going to be below the top five. But I could be wrong. I mean, uh, Chris Paul is getting, they're getting something that they really need. And DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker's laziness is not going to fly with Chris oh, Paul. Oh, no. You know? No. Because Ayton especially has been known to get He's a little like, lazy hey, on defense. Play defense. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's really interesting. I think it helps them a lot. Um, I, I, I just don't know if they – maybe they're another piece away. They just don't have any trade assets. I, we'll see what they do. I mean – I think – I think Chris Paul, This this could be – Unless he signs like a veteran max deal where he goes to some stack team when he's old, like this could be his last chance to be like the predominant piece on a championship winning team. Yeah. So maybe they should just send it, right? If you're I mean, the Suns, do you send I would, it? I would send it if I'm the Suns. Just give up like t like oh Warren. Whoa. I I don't know if I give up the entire because there's a lot of a lot of besides Chris Paul, a lot of that team is depth. Because they have Saric, right? Yeah. Just guys I'm trying to list. Ubre's gone. Uh, Cam Warren. Johnson. Yeah. I don't know. Warren. Wait, why do I keep Peter saying Warren's that? Warren's a Pacer. He yeah. was a son. Was he? I think a while, Is that why a while I'm saying ago. That? Yeah, I think they traded him to the Pacers. Uh, let me just see if there's any other. Uh, uh, they have Cam Johnson. They have Michael Bridges. Obviously, Devin Booker. Rubio's gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. You list still there? I don't know if that's So Baines is gonna go, I think. It's Baines my... is gonna go. Kaminsky just left. Not that that was yeah. Oh Kaminsky's gone? So they don't have a lot of depth anymore. <laughs> yeah, then I don't I don't know. They're gonna need to do some they're gonna need to do something. Who would you bring in? Who could you bring in? Um That's tough. Cause you lost you lost some contributing team members. Yeah, team members. Kelly Oubre was kind of big for that team. He was. I, also, I can't believe you guys got him. Like That's so <laughs> annoying. For a 2021 top 20 protected pick? Are you kidding? Yeah, so we would either... If it's if it's in the top 20, we give him two, two seconds. Two seconds. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Outrageous. You just fleeced the... I don't know what Sam Presti's doing. But that was a complete fleece job. Like, oh my God. Uh, oh, what's the what's the update? Apparently, uh, Demarcus Cousins is getting attention in free agency. Oh, bring him to Boston, dude! I've been saying this for forever. What if he just destroys your locker room? So, the thing with Cousins is, I don't think he's as bad as people say he is. He has caused locker room problems, but actually, the more the most drama he causes is with the refs. And remember, it's him getting all these technical fouls, and he's been suspended for games for mouthing off to officials and stuff. I would much rather a guy, like, and the comparison, I think we've talked about this before, but the comparison that I bring is the NFL with Odell. Mm. I'm okay trading or signing a player 
that gets in trouble for caring too much than someone like Kyrie Irving who just like checks out, you know, like <laughs> what? It's just it's the Kyrie, the Kyrie love, you know. Oh, I, I love the guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's the difference. Like, yeah, Kyrie just shut down in Boston. He pissed people off. They pissed him off, and then he just shut down. And then we lost to the Bucks four one in that ridiculous series. Uh, it kind of happened in Cleveland when he was like, I don't want to be here. Like, he asked for a trade, went to the front office, things went south. It, it, it even happened last year with the Nets. That's a guy that when he doesn't want to be there or he's, there's stuff goes awry, he quits. DeMarcus Cousins is not that guy. He's that guy to the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to he's gonna hurt himself playing too hard, which is the problem. The concern there is the injuries, but if it's a, if it's a minimum deal – I don't see why teams don't take a shot with it personally. I mean, yeah, we uh we we took a shot on him last year and I mean 2 years ago. You did? Yeah, he was in the Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. ridiculous five that they had there for like a week. Yeah, and it, it he got worked. hurt the entire he was hurt the entire season and then we needed him at the end. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um you guys had that insane you guys basically had the Western Conference All-Star team of Steph Clay, Kevin, Draymond, and DeMarcus. And I remember watching some of those games. It worked. Like, Steve Kerr Kerr had those guys buying in. They were all playing system basketball. It was crazy to watch for the short time while that lasted. It was great. And then, obviously, injuries and stuff. Sorry again. Lost another. (sighs) Clay Thompson. Ooh. Uh, So, now the question becomes... Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I could play that right now. Um, does the the question is obviously that's terrible, and I feel for Clay. Prayers go out to him. I hope he can fully recover. Does this mark the? Is this the kind of the end of the Warriors dynasty hopes here? Because really, it's, it's crazy how small your window really is in the NBA yeah. when you think about this stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, like we, you we have really a, made the most of what we, we could have gotten, I feel like. like when Well, we, you guys had terrible luck. I don't think so. Well, no, but I'm saying more like... You could we, have built a better franchise. Yeah. Without KD, we were able to get the greatest regular season record, right? Yeah. Which showed that like we, had, we built a strong team by ourselves. Mm-hmm. The only problem is we're playing LeBron, and LeBron is insane. And, you know, I I still say we had some injuries in that final. Whatever, we don't have to talk about that. But my point is, is, like, signing KD ensured that we would have a dynasty. If we never signed KD, like, I mean, like, I could argue we would win still, and other people could argue we wouldn't, and LeBron would maybe still be on the Cavs, and there would have just been a back and forth for five years. Signing KD just makes sure that we yeah, win every like, year. Okay, yeah, let's like, just be the champion. We we basically used we gave Curry two championships, three championships in his early thirties by signing KD. And like I'm part of me is like, oh, like KD left us, like whatever, I don't care about him. And like part of me was like, ah, Steph's not the one anymore. Ah, but it's still his team. But honestly, I'm I'm happy that to have what we had, because how many NBA teams can say that they had that team? Yeah, very few. That was one of the most talented, probably the second most talented team of all time. Second, 
I mean, the Bulls. But we had Steph, Clay, and KD, and Draymond. Yeah, did they have Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis, Dennis Rodman, and? I mean, I don't, I don't know enough about old yeah, basketball. We, yeah, we don't have to. Um, so I just like, yeah, no, you guys definitely made the most of your your window here. I just think you got you've had you know injuries. It's just tough for you guys. I uh, but now the question becomes. Like, are the is their window closing? So, Clay Thompson is thirty. Yeah, he's thirty now. Steph Curry is thirty-two. Yep, just coming off an injury himself, but he played a little bit in the last year and looked pretty good. I'm not worried about him. But when he gets to like, if it takes, I mean, Steph has Clay hasn't played basketball now in a long time. Yeah, and is going to have to go another year with a major injury. I can see this easily taking a year for him to. Really get back oh, to the defensive Ach- prowess. It's an Achilles, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the ability to drive. He's still going to be a great shooter. That's undisputed, and he is expected to make a full recovery. But this is not easy. He's now thirty. By the time Clay is probably a hundred percent ready to go, Steph's going to be thirty-four. We were right about one of the Fred Van Vliet teams. Oh, were we now? Oh, New York, New York Knicks, baby. Here we go. It's not it's not official, but that's one of the teams he's meeting. Here we go. Let's sign him. Sign him. New York Knicks get Fred. That'd be crazy. Um this isn't that big a deal. Mason Plumley signed with the Pistons. I don't even know where he was before. I wanna say he was a blazer. He's oh either, yeah, he probably was. I think he, he was, was a blazer, he was a heatle. I'm not sure though. <sighs> I wanna reorient our room so that I'm facing you. Because my mic, I have to talk straight into it. Oh, yeah. No, I get to kind of just like... You have a great... Yeah. <laughs> you have a great little mic there. Uh, um, but what was I saying? I was talking about the Warriors. Yeah, yeah so Steph, Warriors. So Steph's going to be 34 when Clay is probably back to Clay Thompson. Yeah. I mean, okay, by that time... I don't know time, how, how old Draymond is. By that time, I'm hoping James Wiseman is maybe real... Like, you know, I'm not saying really nice, but like, you know, he's nice. Could become something. You know, top 10 center maybe. Like, what's well, up? Okay, huh? okay. Yeah, wow, I, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm a Warriors fan. Let me dream. Come on. <laughs> um, Develops a jumper. Yeah, I mean, if James Wiseman becomes a top 10 player. Develops a killer handle. Okay. Let's, let's, <laughs> Mike, just, li- just he just a, becomes a monster. Just then, like yeah. a limitless shot can shoot from the other side of the court. Yeah. Okay, I I think James Wiseman has a realistic chance of being a good NBA center. Yeah, I don't know if he's I don't know if he's ever going to be like, oh my God, look at him because he, he just doesn't have the offense for that. I also, with the way the league is going, yeah, I agree with you. But I also think like, and they also remember they were they wanted to move that pick at a certain point in that draft. Yeah, I also think that part of the reason we didn't was Clay getting hurt. I think because Probably Clay got hurt, we were like. More like, oh, maybe we should draft some talent then. Yeah. Since, you know, people... Oh, oh Christian Wood might be leaving. So, looks like they just got his replacement, didn't they? Myers, Myers Leonard signs with the Pistons, and now all of a sudden Christian Wood Mason says... Mason Plumley. Mason Plumley. Sorry. <laughs> Myers Leonard was earlier. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I mean, like, Christian Wood, Mason Plumley. Christian Wood's interesting because he's young and he's he's actually sneaky good. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Christian Wood is kind of a double double machine. Let me just 
check I'm, it. I know like maybe nothing about him. Really? I know I know things because of um fantasy basketball. Uh, let me just let me just Yeah, so I know I know certain tidbits about certain players. Let me just look up his stats real quick. Uh so he's played in the league. Ah, eh, he's he's all right. New Orleans he had 17 and 8. That's pretty solid. 2019 with the Pistons, 13 and 6. Only 21 minutes. That's not a lot of minutes. This is an interesting little development. That's that's a nice little player. If he's nice, then I don't know why you would replace him with Mason Plumley. I don't know what that's about. Let's look at his age. He's got to be pretty young. 25. Let's look at Mason Plumley age. So 30. So what are the Pistons doing? What are you doing if you're Detroit? I I just I don't classic, understand. Just this. a classic Pistons move. Like, are you trying to win? Just incredible you stuff. Be, you should be getting younger, right? Mason Plumley, seven points, five rebounds. Oh yeah. Locked him up. Make sure you get him on the books. Uh very, very weird developments there. But I again Christian Wood Wood is also a big. I mean, he's gonna have some takers. He's also a guy that's played like all these rookies. We don't know if they're going to turn out. Um, I wonder where he goes. Do you have any ideas of teams that might want him? Let's we could go through the league again. But I'm happy we hit on the New York Knicks. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. We were just like, wait, which? Yeah, the Knicks would do it. <laughs> Knicks, would, Knicks would do it. Of course they would. I'm sorry, Johnny. Yeah. God, it's got to be tough to be a Knicks fan. God, like I, we complain, yeah. We but like we're privileged. Yeah, Celtics, Warriors, you can't, can't really get much, you know. Maybe like if you're a Lakers fan. Yeah, Lakers fan actually. Yeah, you're privileged if you're a Lakers fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so if there's no new updates, you want to go back to the next trade. Uh, we're just we're just looking at our list of of the trades that went down. So. Oh, we could talk about Harden potentially going to the Nets. Yeah. That's oh. another reason why I think the Suns will be better is because I think the Rockets are just going to be awful next year because I don't think they're going to have Russ and Harden next year. You don't think either of them stay? I mean, it, with all the rumors coming out, like, wh- why would They're disgruntled, but I just think if you, if, you, if you take one out of the equation, well... It's the era of player mobility. So what I was just thinking is if you take one out of the... Equation, do you satisfy the other? Addition by subtraction. I don't think that's actually true with Harden because I think Harden just wants out. I think, yeah, Daryl Morey and Mike D'Antoni leaving was – I don't know why either of them would stay. Like, didn't their management come out and say they don't know what they're doing anymore? Like, we don't know our future anymore. Like, I don't know if a management would say that, would they? I thought – I heard a report that they're like, oh, we don't know where to go with our future now. Play. Well then, yeah, I would. I would. I mean, what you you should be win now if you have James Harden and Russell you Westbrook. Would, you would think, but like that'd be pretty clear. I I just I don't have any excuse for the, like I mean, you're like, getting you're getting a franchise with James Harden on it. That's how you start with two stars, and you're complaining. You're like, oh, uh, what what do I do? I don't know, dude. I do they have another coach that they've hired since Mike D'Antoni left? I, I don't know. I I don't think they're. They may have James Harden and Russ, but I don't think they're planning on keeping either of them. And I yeah, I mean it makes sense because there's no like if you're gonna trade Harden, then you might as well trade Russ. 
Yeah, like I don't know why you would keep Russ on that team unless you're like trying to punish him. Well, <laughs> and the reason I think is because you don't find a suitor. Yeah. Now, here's an interesting idea. Like a team like the Magic, I think, should take a shot at Russ. <laughs> like, why would you not <laughs> just sell some tickets? You know, just sell some tickets. <laughs> if I'm Russ, have I'm not him toss some the lobs magic. to Vucevic. Uh, then if he gets traded, you can't. That's that's tough. I don't. If I'm anyone, I just don't want to go to the Magic. Like I know, but I mean, it's just like a cursed franchise. <laughs> the weather's kind of nice in Orlando. You know, you have a beach. You have Disney World. Uh, factors, factors, no. Hmm. What do you think they do with Russ then? <sighs> if I'm Russ, I'm trying to go somewhere contending like the Clippers. But I mean, if I'm Russ, I'm trying to like. If you're know, the Clippers, though. What matters... Well, they wanted a point guard, right? That would not work. Oh, no, it wouldn't, but... (laughs) Russ has dug himself a hole here because he still can't shoot threes, and he is still shooting a lot of them. So... I mean, like, if the Knicks are considering Van Vliet, it just makes me wonder, would they not want Russ? But, like, the thing is, is, like, wherever Russ goes, you and I are going to agree that he's going to catapult their team. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like if, he, if there's nobody there, Russ will transform your franchise. If there's talent there, he'll ruin it. Yeah, that's kind of the deal. So that's why I think if there's a team like the Magic that really has only like Vucevic, who's like a put back guy, it's like perfectly built for him. And Aaron Gordon just dunks, you know. Yeah, but that's like where's the shooting on that team then? If you add Russ, non-existent <laughs> would be the answer, and you just forfeit that, I guess. Plumley got paid. So what was his deal again? Let's figure it out. Let's see. Three <laughs> years, $25 million. That's pretty solid. Nine mil a year? <laughs> I don't understand how seven points a game and you're 30 gets you nine well, Plumley was a nugget. That's what he was. Ah, okay. Yeah, he was backing up Jokic. Yeah. Okay, so maybe yeah. teams are saying... Oh, well, if we take out the All-Star <laughs> Center, then maybe we, he can he can grow when he has his own space as a five. I don't know. He's been in the league for a minute. And he hasn't? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. That's I probably don't, not a good contract. I don't trust it. I mean, oh, God, the Celtics have to be in on some of these players. Like, all of these players would actually help us. Yeah. Like, Christian Wood, if, if we have nothing in the works, we should try to make a move for him. The problem is we don't have cap space. Um. But let's see, let's go around the uh, let's go around the league and let's see who needs bigs. Uh, there weren't a ton. Not the Warriors anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that. I just want to point that out. I said a year ago on the podcast that I wanted us to get James Wiseman in the tank. Oh really? And it all came to fruition. Yep. Yeah. No, it did. You did. You did call that. You 100 percent did. As soon as. Your guys went down. You're like, okay, let's, let's take get, to get Wiseman. Let's yeah. get Wiseman. And that's exactly what they did. They just said, hey, everyone, take a year. All right, we're just going to take a year off. Oh, yeah. And we, we're going to get the best player in the draft, and we're going to destroy next year. And then, you know, that was a great play. plan. And then Clay Thompson, yeah. God, so <sighs> fish, you know? um, I just I – want, I want one more solid Splash Brothers playoff run where no one gets hurt. We don't even have to go to the finals. Like, we can get, if we get outmatched by a better team, I'm fine. But I just want to see us make a healthy, solid playoff run one more time. 
I would like to see that too. I would. Um, for for teams that need bigs, uh, Boston obviously, but they can't sign anybody. Toronto obviously, but they can't sign anybody. This is it's getting it's getting a little bit. It's getting a little uh, uninteresting just because all the good teams where these guys could come in and make a difference can't sign anybody unless they're taking the veteran minimum. Mm, yeah, no cap So space. Christian Wood is probably not going to sign with a team like Boston or even with Serge Ibaka out. Apparently Serge might leave. They need a big. Heard Serge might go to the Nets. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. He can shoot now. Yeah, he would. Which is crazy. My thing is, if you get Serge, you don't have to play small. You could probably maybe move him to four again. I don't know. He's a little old. Maybe he might not be as mobile as he used to be. Serge? I could see him being like a three and D power forward though for them, and then like they could just have like a twin towers in the paint on defense. But like, I mean, so does Durant play five? No, Durant plays a three. Three, so it's Jarrett, Jarrett or DeAndre Jordan. Jarrett, Serge, Kevin, Joe Harris or Karras. Yeah, that's that's solid. Yeah, I mean the Nets are going to be big, big contenders next year if everything goes well. I do anticipate some scuffles in that locker room. I'm the Nets. I don't think I want James Harden. You don't think so? I feel like that's just you're adding too, too, too much of like a ball centric player to that team. I agree. Yeah, the, the Nets should never do it. The, the question is, do you trade Kyrie for James? And the way it's been looking, you shouldn't do that. A because Kyrie's younger. Uh, Kyrie's more probably a little more of a brat than James Harden, but by recent reports, not by much. Celtics, did you see that report on the Celtics oh, that were yeah. Oh, yeah. that they were warned about James Harden and they like they were, you know, told by teams to stay away. I think that's an exact quote. Um, shows you a little bit about his kind of demeanor as a teammate, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, like teams are warning you. <laughs> dude's you know? been playing ISO ball for like five years now. I know, half a decade. Like, probably all went to his head. He's like, oh yeah, I can score on anyone. I'm the best. <laughs> Let's look up uh, uh, teams with cap room. Yeah. Who who has who has the most cap space? I know the Hawks are in this conversation. I know the Knicks are in this conversation. Apparently, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, well, I'm, I got the cap table in front of me. The Memphis Grizzlies are definitely in a position. Uh, Milwaukee is fifth on this list. Oh, yeah, because they traded George Hill and Eric Bledsoe. That is true. So I'm wondering if cap space. Wow, there is not much across the league. Wow. Really? Uh, so. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like. Basically. Are there any. There's not really any big free agents in this free agency, are there? Looking at this list, dude. There is. Oh, wait, that's a lot of cap space. So. So. Toronto actually has 17 million. Miami, oh, they're they're so well managed. Has 20 million. Uh, Detroit has 14, but they're gonna lock. Like apparently, did you see the report that Christian Wood still might go to Detroit? Oh really? Yeah. So Christian Wood still might go there. Um, Sacramento has 20 million. The Pelicans have 25. See, these are all kind of garbage teams. Uh. Oh, wait, AD is a free agent. State Warriors are down $45 million. Uh, Charlotte, 
Lamb. Yeah, Atlanta and New York. So Atlanta and New York are the heads. Then it's like Toronto with their $20 million becomes interesting. Could they sign a big fish? Oh, there's no big fish out there, really. The only big fish is AD. If, if Hayward's you, going to the Pacers and AD back. and those guys, AD's just going to resign. Yeah. There's already a report that said that he's he, Tatum, uh, someone else are all going to like sign their max contracts. Oh, okay. So there's not – I don't think the free agency is going to be exciting. Yeah. So the free agency special – uh, might fall yeah. on deaf ears tonight, but yeah, we might we might have to transition to some NFL and it's something big as we just transition back. We can, we can but, talk, but the trades are very interesting. Like yeah, a lot of the, the exciting stuff is going to come via trade. A lot of yeah. interesting trades. So we'll see what happens as the night progresses. Um, I mean, we can we can talk NBA draft really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, do you want us like? I mean, James Wiseman. Like that's a win <laughs> win for the Warriors. I give it Warriors an A. A minus, whatever. I give Charlotte A A minus. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Edwards is top three guy. Fit your team well there. I you you heard that thing where like Anthony Edwards like doesn't he hasn't really been playing basketball for very long and it's like <laughs> someone told me that like he like just picked it up because like one day he found out he could dunk and so he was like super athletic and so he was like oh yeah I could probably make the NBA. And apparently, like, I don't know if this is all true. This hasn't been. I haven't read this on, like, by a substantiated website. But I heard that, like, he said if he got drafted by the NFL, that he would go. Well, that's concerning. Yeah. What? Okay, let me look that up. Uh, Let me just see. So, Anthony Edwards, I'll just put in NFL. That's weird. I think he's he must be joking. They probably just I took him out of context. I really hope so. Yeah, nothing's coming up here. Okay, thank God. Um, yeah. So Ant- <laughs> the best I found was Anthony Lynn. <laughs> um, so Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I I think that's a pretty good pick. I mean, he fits he fits. Yeah, them. I think he I think assuming all that isn't true, he's in, and he's committed to basketball and whatnot. I think that's a great pick for the Timberwolves. I think that his athletic play style would fit really well compared with D'Lo's like. You know, slithery finesse, like pick and roll style. And then you have Cat. D'Lo? Yeah, you? he's on the Timberwolves. No, no, no. Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I'm saying putting him on the Timberwolves with D'Lo. Yeah, but he was taken by Charlotte. No, LaMelo's on Charlotte. Oh, my God, did I get this wrong? Okay. Right, right. Sorry. I This is wrong in my head. So, Anthony. so Anthony Edwards is Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah. So, it's – sorry. That's what I was thinking. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that is that's the right fit, and I I agree with I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, like he's gonna work well with D'Lo. Yeah. Um, and Anthony Edwards, uh, and Lamelo what works for Charlotte. I give yeah. them an A. They got the best player in the draft at three. Oh yeah, and I think that, I mean, for one thing, they they have Devontae Graham. So like, I'm curious if they're gonna play him at shooting guard. I mean, I guess he's six seven. You got to make sure that he's in the gym though, and he bulks up like, cause like. I can just see like Lamelo getting decked. Yeah. And no, he he does need to bulk up definitely. But, I mean, I like the pick. I think definitely he's the most polished player in the draft, and I would say that if he is able to play the two spot, that's a really interesting front or backcourt. I agree. I agree. I think that's that's a good draft. Um, Bulls drafting Patrick Williams. He's a power forward, right? I, I don't I don't like that yeah, pick. I, 
Uh, Actually, he might. Hold on. I have the, the results. I thought Patrick Williams. I'm looking at the same thing you are, by the yeah. way. He's a small forward. I think the thing with Patrick Williams, I think they, they drafted him to be like a winged perimeter defender. Yeah. Because, like, they have. Who do they have right now? Chris Dunn? No. Who's their point guard? The. The Bulls. Uh, Kobe White, right? Kobe White. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think he's known for defense. He is 6'4, but, like. I don't think he's known for So I'll give defense. them a B minus. Uh, Zach C, Levine, C definitely not great at defense. Um, Laurie Markkinen's yeah. not a defender either. Yeah. They yeah. need a defense. Yeah. Uh, Cavaliers got Isaac Okoro. I don't know who that is. I, I don't know anything about Isaac Okoro. Hawks, Apparently he's uh, a defender too. Actually. If the Hawks don't make a move, I give them an F. They don't need another big. Yeah, I don't know what the I, heck that was. They should trade. Oh, Jaleel Okafor signs with the Pistons. So I guess they're moving on so, from Christian. So Christian, hey man, go for Christian Wood. Hey, he's got the Celtics in there. Uh, K- Pistons get Killian Hayes. Thinking about their roster, it's a pretty good pick. I mean, I don't know anything about Killian Hayes. Yeah, he played in France, or no, he didn't play in France. He played Euro League. I think he played Euro League. But like, I I don't know anything about him. So yeah, uh, say we, we're, really I'm not gonna. We're, yeah, we don't have to elaborate on these guys because you know there's only so much we can say. But Obi Toppin for the Knicks, I didn't like that. I, uh, if they trade Randall, I like it. I think he's a more Paul. He's, he's yeah, but it, they have to move him. Yeah, I they like, have to move Randall. My thing, my thing with Julius Randall is like everything about him is like works against him. What, <laughs> he's like, please a, explain. <laughs> he's like a six not. He's an undersized power forward. That's not. Tr- yeah, he is. Draymond's six six and plays power. Yeah, forward. but Draymond can handle the ball and like pass. I mean, he can pass. I don't know. But I okay. Julius Randall's big too. Like Draymond also has a defensive element where he can guard every position. Yeah. My thing with Julius Randle, he's undersized, right? You're not. I, I, I think look at look. Let me look at his. Because six nine is like the perfect size for a power forward, especially if you weigh a, a good amount. I guess. I guess now, now that the league is getting smaller, I I do I'll, agree with you. I'll take I'll take a not a great defender because I I think he's been lazy on the defensive side okay, of the floor. Six nine power forwards. Right, yeah. Limited offensively, I feel like he still tries to finish with his left hand all the time now. He favors one hand over the other. I, he he's always been a left-handed favored guy, and I mean like he's developed his game since he's come into the league, but like. I would say Obi Toppin has a much more natural shot than he does because Julius Randle's shot is very mechanical. Can Obi Toppin shoot the three? Yeah, he shot like 40% in All college. All right, then that's, that's pretty nice, but yeah. you've got to move Randle. Yeah, I just – yeah, I would move Randle. Yeah, okay. <laughs> then, it, again, if they if they, if they, if they talk, don't move Randle, it's a D. If they move Randle, it's like a B+. Let's, let's talk about your, your boy, the guy that learned how to speak English via Call of Duty. The next guy, Denny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So (laughs) this, I think, is the steal of the draft. I loved this guy. He was a 6'10 dude that was playing professional ball since he was 16 at Israel. Denny Avija. Supposed to go in the top five in some mock drafts. Went, fell to nine for the Wizards. That's that's just a solid pick. Yeah, 6'10, drains threes. Like, that's the modern guy. He needs to get a little bit bigger. Yeah. But you can do that in the weight room. You just got to put your mind to it, you know. Uh, <laughs> pull up your bootstraps, you know. Um, but I think that that was a steal at at nine. Oh yeah. Um, and and again, the Wizards don't have tons of height. Adding a six ten small forward that that like works for that team 
way more than I thought it would. Bradley Beal can shoot. Add this guy. I mean, again, any of these guys could fall, but I thought that that was that was a very nice value pick for them. Um, I don't know any of these other guys. I'll talk I about don't. Aaron Neesmith. I mean, I like it. Again, it's an L for the Celtics that we weren't able to move that pick for something better, like something veteran. You got a shooter, though. But again, yeah, we addressed the need. We needed shooting. We got shooting. Could have been worse, right? Could have been worse. I I don't know why the Pelicans drafted Kyra Lewis Jr. He's a point guard. Like, I, you just traded for Bledsoe. Same with the Kings. Hill. Okay, again, well, the Kings apparently trading yeah, Darian Fox, yeah, which they're is going to shop De'Aaron, which is. I get, still give it an F. Still give it an F. Like, why would why you do that? You replace... Do you seriously like this unproven guy so much that yeah, you're going like, to trade? What is a... so good about Tyrese Halliburton? Yeah. Makes no sense. So I'm giving the Kings an F. Pelicans gets F unless they make a serious move, but I don't see why. I mean, I, yeah, like you that have team Lonzo. was doing well. Are you moving Lonzo? Are you moving Bledsoe? Are you... Because Lonzo and B.I. worked well together. Yeah, like I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, weird stuff what. was happening. I don't know if they're trying to improve their bench I thought, situation. I thought the Pelicans would be... Oh, wait. Uh, the Pelicans also just got two guards in a deal. They got Bledsoe yeah. and they got yeah, George yeah. Hill to add to Lonzo. So then you come into draft night and you're like, okay, we need a point guard. I just don't understand. Don't, so yeah. uh, there's something that we don't know there. Uh, Celtics get Neesmith. Okay, like we get a shooter. Great. <laughs> the main red claws are going to be amazing. Magic get Cole Anthony. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. I kind of give yeah. them. A, I kind of give them a B plus, A minus for this. Especially because, like, you really don't know what's going on with uh, Markel Fultz. Exactly. He's. I mean, I I respected it. They took a shot with him. And it's like Cole Anthony just got hurt, right? Or he can't. He got hurt at the end of. He didn't finish the college season, so you're still giving same, Cole Anthony. Same thing is true with uh, Neesmith, by the way. Season was cut short. Yeah, but you don't. You don't need him to produce now. Yeah. True. And with Cole Anthony, like you don't, you still can give Markel Fultz's some time to prove something. And if it doesn't work, you've Cole Anthony. Yeah, and and just I, like I'm, I'm liking the pick just because the Magic, like the the perfect guy for the Magic would have been Lamelo Ball, just someone that's a dynamic playmaker to come and transform a team. That's what you need. Like a like a a, a three and D guy doesn't ever work. Like if they had drafted Neesmith, it would have been a disaster because you need someone to create for him. Not necessarily all the time he can drive, but like in theory, a three guy, three D guy is useless for the Magic. You need someone that's dynamic that can score the ball, that can generate offense. Because again, Vucevic and Gordon are the are the kind of the pillars of that team, and they're not going to generate it for you. So getting a dynamic guy was very very smart for them, and I think because of the injury, they may have gotten him at a little bit of a discount. The Magic just need everything. I feel like because like earlier we talked about if they get Russ, they have no shooting, but like. They don't have shooting, anyways. Like, right. They don't have shooting, and Cole can shoot. I mean, they have they have Evan Fournier, but like, what what, what are you gonna do with him? Huh? No, it's an ad. Um, yeah, I don't know much about these other guys. Patrick Patterson to the Clippers. I don't know much about Patrick Pat. Stretch four. Stretch four. Solid vet. I respect that move. Pretty good. Okay, Clippers got better. I respect that move. Okay, very interesting implications there with Montres Harrell. He was flying out of L.A. the last time he posted. I don't like that if I'm the Clippers. Well, no, I, I definitely would rather have Harrell. Because Harrell can I shoot think, too. I think if you know Harrell's leaving, getting Patrick Patterson was a smart move. 
Like if you can't, if you know you can't keep Harrell. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just think that you should do whatever you can because I think he's, he was really good. I don't know. I think Kawhi might have come in and pissed everyone off. Yeah, very interesting to see if that's what it blows. seems like. Because, oh my God, he's not going to be. It's not going to be just the teammates that he pisses off if he leaves. They just gave away their franchise's future for Paul George, which was demanded by Kawhi. We talked about that before. I know. Um, none of these other picks are pretty. The Celtics. Peyton Pritchard, I've, uh, Oregon legend. God, that's such a bad pick. Uh, I don't know why Danny Ainge just fell in love there. He loves his draft picks. No. He loves his he loves his six feet and under point guards that can't play defense. Pretty sure this is like one of the only people in the draft that's still older than us. Yeah, he was supposed to go <laughs> fifty five in mock drafts. He was like in the fifty range. Some people thought that he wasn't going to be drafted because he was like a scrapper. He was just he, right. He was a scrap. He was a grinder guy, and yeah, he can shoot, but. We have Marcus Smart. We don't need a backup guard to come be a scrapper. Like, there's just and no. You just need. drafted Carson Edwards a year ago. Like, you're you're kind of drafting the same player. It's it's really weird what's going on there. Again, that's just a Celtic thing. Maybe Carson's a better shooter though. Uh, anything else that's? Uh, uh, I like that we got the Warriors got Nico Mannion in the second round. I think that that's a solid solid point guard that we could develop behind Curry. Not a, not a little bit of bias there. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, there's some bias indeed. But Nico Mannion was nice in high school. I just don't know any second-round guys. I Also, like, the thing is, is, like, I feel like a lot of players this year, like, didn't have a chance to show out because of the COVID stuff shutting down the tournament Yep. and all that. So, like, I feel like this year maybe a lot of guys from could be sleepers. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Because they weren't able to scout the same way as every year. Yeah, maybe. I can see it. Um, so, I, I I guess that's just going to conclude us here. Just giving out a couple of thoughts on some of the some of the top 15, top 20 picks. Uh, do, we, do we want to transition just some NFL just for yeah, a little bit? football. I mean, yeah. we didn't have a lot of football topics anyways. Yeah, true. There wasn't um, tons of crazy news. I mean... Drew Brees is on IR. Yep. And they're going to... Saints are going to start Taysom Hill. Love it. Got to love it. I hate it. You yeah. hate it. Ricky hates it. I love it. Uh, I, I mean, I just, I just saw it coming. I, I actually said something about this earlier in the week uh, because John Payton just hates people that turn the ball over. That so is I thought, true. I thought that Jameis would be a terrible, like, if there's anyone that pisses John Payton off, it's going to be Jameis throwing these picks. Uh, but I think it's interesting. I mean, like, here's – Here's the reason for Hill. Here's the pitch. You're paying him 16 mil, and Sean Payton at one point compared him to, who is it? Some all-time great quarterback. I forget it was. Taysom uh, Hill? Yes. Compared Taysom Hill to... I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I remember reading this explicitly. Um, it was a report, because I was reading about it. Um, let me see the all-time great QBs, and I'm going to see if I can... So Tom Brady, not Tom Brady. My thing is, is like, we already know that Jameis is gifted as a passer. Steve Young. Steve Young. I let me let me find it for you. Uh, let me just wow. let me just put it in. That's incredible. Right. So. Yeah, here it is. 
<laughs> so here's all the reports. Saints coach Sean Payton compares Taysom Hill to NFL legend Steve Young. Uh, has had a high praise for Taysom Hill and is now comparing him to fellow BYU alumni <coughs> Steve Young. He's a project, but you have now seen how athletic he is. Um, if you look at Steve's career, people don't remember the time before he came into the NFL. You have a very athletic player, I think, advanced when he got to San Francisco. Payton said he always had a great ability with his legs, so you're trying to create visions for players, and that's no different than how you'd evaluate how we see Teddy Bridgewater progressing and what we think he can be. That's the business we're in. <laughs> so he compares him to Steve Young. That was probably from a year ago. Um, so anyway, if that's what you think of the guy, screw it. What the heck? Let him, let him come in, and if he sucks, he sucks, because you know what you're getting with Jameis. Just a guy, a, like a high volume guy. Like okay, like I'm just I'm, I'm seeing this in my head, and I'm just I don't think Taysom Hill can make all the throws effectively. At least not as effectively as Jameis can. So I think the I understand that you're worried about Jameis's reads and decision making. Yeah. But like with Taysom, Taysom Hill hasn't necessarily shown you that he can do them either. Exactly. Yeah. But with Taysom Hill, like what kind of plays are you running? You're not running like. I would be more comfortable running a five-wide set with Jameis Winston. Yeah. And you can't you can't win NFL games with defense and tricks on offense. It's just you can't. Yeah, I I mean it worked for Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. I mean they they're going to play they're going to play the Falcons twice in the next 3 weeks. That's a division matchup. Like those are big games, yeah. And the Defa- the Falcons are kind of surging since they've, for some reason, I don't know, they feel like they fired Dan Quinn and got better. It makes no sense. But I would just, I think it would be hilarious if Taysom Hill comes in and he's just ridiculous and he just starts tearing up the Falcons. By the way, if you have not picked up Taysom Hill in fantasy football, you need to ASAP because he is eligible as a tight end and he's projected get some, 20. Get some quarterback points at tight yeah, end. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a, an absolute no-brainer. Even if he gets pulled, even if he goes in and throws two picks, the opportunity that you might get a good quarterback game out of your tight end spot is absurd. Dwight back to um, the Lakers. Dwight is back. Good. Probably, um, probably another one year, nine hundred thousand dollar deal with incentives. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, but what we were saying before, like everyone's, a lot of people are very mad about this. I'll tell you right now, it's very bad for Jameis Winston. It does not look good. It doesn't. That a thirty old guy, thirty year old guy that basically hasn't thrown a pass in the last. Five years, just took your spot. <laughs> Not a good look. Maybe something would happen in practice that we don't know about. I have no idea. We, I think it's probably a combination of that and the fact that Sean Payton just really, really loves him some Taysom Hill. Um, and yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, that's that's interesting. I it's. I think I think the reasoning is you don't know what you're getting from Taysom Hill. He could be amazing. He could be terrible. You can find that out in your game. You, you know what you're getting with Jameis Winston. A lot of yards and a lot of turnovers. And Sean Payton just doesn't like that, you know? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, whoa. What? Okay, back to NBA really quick. Uh, De'Aaron Fox just signed a five-year, $163 million contract extension. Even though the Kings just used their first pick in their the draft to draft a point guard, um, I does he not care about winning? Is this just a a bag securing move? Is that that's what I'm getting right now? He could still be traded. Is what I'm thinking. 
That's they're just, a they're just uh, locking them up. It's a hefty contract to trade. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't even think about how much it is. That's like, was it over thirty? It was like thirty-two million a year more. Thirty-three. So, yeah, that's um. Yeah, you. Uh, you paid him. You paid uh, him. You better. Okay, I. Unless the Kings are gonna keep him, I would expect a trade within. Like, I would expect it to be a sign and trade. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Kings and you thought De'Aaron Fox was your guy, you would make a move with your cap space to get somebody. Yeah. Then re-sign him and get yeah. your bird rights. Go get yourself a Bradley might, Beal and then trade him. And, I, and then sign him, rather. The Kings are just a garbage franchise. I don't know what their plan is. Yeah, I really don't. And, I mean, to be fair, I don't know what I'm my sorry, team's doing either. I mean, either, no, no hate to Sacramento. I mean, that is the capital of my state. But, I mean, wow. You guys, wow. <laughs> That's a big contract. I mean, like, I love De'Aaron Fox. I, I just, I don't, I don't know where you go with it. Like, you just drafted a point guard. Yeah, what do you are you gonna make him a shooting guard? He didn't look like he was a great scorer. No. Like, I, I don't get it. Weird, weird move. I I mean, I could, this makes sense if he's gonna get traded. I thought they were rebuilding. Like, where would he go? I, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what team. I don't know what team could just take that contract. Like, I don't know either. Right. I mean, if you make the money work, like just throwing it out there, like Kemba. If you traded them, obviously not gonna have it. But like, if you do Kemba for De'Aaron Fox, they're both making around the same amount of money, so you could flip that. But again, those are really big name players that you're in the echelon of yeah. now. Yeah, like De'Aaron Fox hasn't done a lot to warrant that. I feel like. I mean, yeah, we know he's like a good talent or great talent, honestly. But like, Memphis really had some young. success too last year. They like they won some big games. Like they didn't have a winning record. But I remember watching them like they they took it to the Nets and some with Kyle, with Kyrie and some of these healthy teams. The Kings did? No, the the Grizzlies. Wait, but De'Aaron Fox was. Coming. Why do I keep doing this? Um, I remember. I'm thinking of Jaw. Yeah, I was about to say. I remember. I, first off, the Grizzlies will never trade Jaw, but you know that. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. I remember what game you're talking about. Jaw went at Kyrie. That was. A yeah, yeah. Game. I I just confused them for a second. Um, yeah, I think that's a little too much money. I think that's too much. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the Kings are doing. If it's Jaw, like speaking on the topic of Jaw, I would do that. Yeah, if but it's, it's yeah, but we have to wait for Jaw Jaw. Yeah. yeah. Wait for Jaw, but this is a lot of money. And the Kings didn't a have a lot of, of success. For a guy that hasn't yeah, really bottom line. anything. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, very weird. Very weird. They might have to move him. They might have to. He speeds all that guy's going for him. Uh just just can I just get something in here? What's up? I just want to say I went two or three of my picks last week. Which I was not confident. Went <laughs> one for three when I was. Should have gone three for three this week. I remember I grabbed. I lost the Cardinals bet. Oh, because he knew. Because they took a knee. The spread was two and a half, and Kyler uh, decided to take a knee. I mean, I I get it. The, yeah, the whole thing I is mean, they because there's one second left in the game, so they have to score a touchdown to beat you. Yeah. It's not like they can. But I just oh, for betters that bet on that game. Oh, uh, that was that was tough. Um, did you see the new update with Dwight? Yeah, I don't. Apparently, Dwight is gonna him. consider his options. I don't know if he has any. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But if he has options, great. But I just go back to the Lakers. Get as many rings as you can. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so I also got last week. I got Jaguars plus thirteen. And what was the other one I got? Uh. I forget. I forget which other one I hit on. Let me check. 
Yeah, look at just look at the last week's NFL games for a minute. I, I'm gonna pull up my picks from this this upcoming week because I got a few. I also got an over under that I really really like that I want to share. Um, especially if Devontae Adams, I'm, I'm taking. There's a over under that I really like with the Colts and Packers, uh, and the over under which I got it in at is around 51, but I got it at 51 and a half. Um, if Devontae Adams doesn't play, was it? Do you bet on the Patriots? I did. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Wait, no, no, no! I bet on the Patriots this week. Oh, okay. Let me see it for a sec. I'm gonna Let's be able to find it. it. Um, we're looking. We're looking. Hold on. I really, I don't remember. I was looking at all the games, and I truly could not remember. Um. I did like the Patriots. I remember that. Oh, I took Bucks minus six. Bucks minus six. Yeah, yeah, uh, which was a big hit. Uh, we yeah. knew, we kind of knew they were going to bounce back. Um, so the over under like is fifty one and a half for the Packers Colts because I don't think this is going to be a high scoring affair. If Devontae Adams does not play, whew, yeah, he's questionable. That's right? very enticing. The Packers like. They've been leaving the door open for teams. I, I'm not totally bought in on them yet. And when you have one weapon, like it just seems like they've they've just tried to just get it to Devontae when in doubt. Oh, Devontae apparently might play actually. He might play? Yeah. Still, I like I just still I think the Colts the Colts are a top three defense. I think they might be the number one ranked. Uh Aaron Rodgers and the company is gonna face a very, very They could definitely get like like beat up, like hand like cause like Last year, like when the Niners played them, we ran over them. They had trouble with physical teams that like would run power football. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like they're playing the Colts. The Colts have a great O line. They do, but they have not had a great run game. Yeah, like they don't know who to give the ball to. They don't know whether it's Jordan Wilkins. Yeah, I just can't see. Like I could, I I think this game is twenty seven twenty four Packers, which. Still, even with the fifty-one point scored, I you you still get the under there. I think that's, you know, yeah. I can see this game being twenty-one seventeen. I can see it even being seventeen like thirteen. I can see this being a very very slow, lugged out fast. Aaron Rodgers also does not throw a lot of turnovers. He doesn't throw picks, which means he's willing to take the three and out, which extends the duration of the game. Yeah. Again, the the Packers have a great secondary. Like with with Jair and with, which is going to hurt Philip because I don't think they 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 trust their ability to run the ball, um. But I just yeah I, I see a very slow moving game here where Aaron Rodgers gets a little bit frustrated, something around like twenty to twenty to thirteen somewhere around there. Um, do you see the new update? Yeah, Jordan Clarkson to the Jazz. They kind of, I want to say that's a bad deal, but like. Yeah, I think it's a bad deal. Yeah, that's that's a lot of four years, fifty-two millions over eleven. Let's like eleven ah, mil. Rich Paul hustling NBA teams at it again. <laughs> we love Rich Paul. Wild guy finds a way. Uh, Just hustles NBA teams out of money. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money, and the Utah Jazz need space. I don't I don't see that. Jordan Clarkson's not going to put you over the top. <sighs> don't really understand. Um. So, okay, yeah, so I just gave that over-under for Colts, Packers. Um, I'm taking Patriots. I got it in at minus one and a half. It's back up to minus two. 
just just for the reason of uh, Texans, Texans are, Texans are terrible defense, terrible defense, which is a very important game for the Patriots to kind of get right, you know, with Cam Newton and everything. Yeah. Um, and the, and just incentive to win. Like the Patriots are, they're behind. It's not impossible for them to finish this season with a winning record. Uh, this is a desperation game for them, honestly, to stay relevant. And Bill Belichick is not going to want to throw in the towel at this point. You've already got five wins. You might as well just try to win. You know. Um, so I got Steelers minus 10, and 10, even against the Jags. I've really looked into this game. The Jaguars are just... They're bad. They're just a terrible football is team. Minshew's still out? So Minshew is still out. Oh, yeah, they're going to lose. So horribly. Jake Lutton has looked okay. Now, he actually... They played a pretty close game against the Packers, which I'll give them credit for, but... The Packers' defense is... What, here's what, here's my, what I'm anticipating happens. So... They lost to the Texans, first of all. Bad loss. Then you got kept it close with the Packers. The Packers defense is like okay. Yeah. They're like it's very, they're like sixteen. Very average. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. When you get when you give it a James Robinson a bunch. Sure. You can you can compete. Yeah. Time runs off the clock, you get production. They don't have a great run defense. Now Pittsburgh is number one in run defense. Take James Robinson out of the equation. He faces a real secondary. Oh, yeah. Like, this defense is just incredible all around. I think he's going to get slapped in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Like, I I could see this. And Jake Lutton's done film. pretty well, there's I think. There's more film on Jake Lutton. Like, the more yeah. time passes, the worse he's going to get and the more teams are going to be able to prepare for him. And, and just in any category, Bucks are bottom five run defense, bottom five pass defense. They're coming off a game where they just competed. I Do you really think that they can do it again against an undefeated Steelers? I, I don't think so. I think this is a blowout. I'm taking the minus 10. Even though it's a lot of points, it is. But I'm confident in the Steelers there. I think they can get something done. Um, wow, I just went off the other bet. Let's see if I can remember it. Uh, let me just go through it. So I took so I took Patriots this week. I took the over-under uh, with the Colts game. I took Steelers minus 10, and I'm looking for my other one right now. Tennessee Raven line is pretty intriguing to me because I think the Ravens are going to do well, but I didn't bet on that. Oh, Eagles plus three against Browns. Uh, just out of out of desperation, I think Browns like to run the ball. Philadelphia is very good against the run. When Baker is going to be forced to pass, I don't think it's going to go well. I also think Eagles are getting a lot of guys back. They didn't look good last week, but they're very streaky. We see this all the time with Philadelphia where they go back and forth. They look like they're the worst team ever, and then they come out, and they play well. They play well, and they play great. They are also at 3-7. and seven. I think they are number one in the NFC East. Can you check me? The Eagles. I think at 3-7, and seven, they are number one in the NFC East. 3-5. Three 3-5-1. Five, three five 3-5-1. Five Sorry. So 3-6, oh, yeah. and six, basically. Yeah. They are number one in the NF- NFC East. Are the Giants three and seven? Yeah. Man, that's a thing up. Okay. Uh, there's your incentive to play right there. There, they do not have this division locked up. The Browns are in a little bit of a better spot. They have Miles Sanders back too, which is very important. And Miles Garrett also just showed up in the injury report. Did he not? Yeah, he got COVID. I think got or COVID. He's, he's put on the COVID list. You know. So if he doesn't play, another oh, element. No, he actually got COVID. He got COVID. Yeah. So he's, he's definitely he's not playing. He's not playing. 
Huge. That's huge. Huge swing. Sure the Eagles just got their tackles back. Indeed, I think they did. Yeah. Um, and also, we saw some good things from the backup running backs last week. I and you and you're getting a field goal here. I'm I'm kind of shocked actually. Yeah. Uh, I think the Eagles could win this game outright. I I'm I'm gonna take the spread on this just just as a safety blanket because you just never know. But I don't know the Browns. It's it's Baker Mayfield, man, and you can't you can't win that many games without using your quarterback. You just can't do it. They're not gonna be able to get away with it here. Philadelphia has Fletcher Cox and that pretty good run defense. And and what I honestly think happens if the Eagles have a good first drive and they lock up the Browns, Browns are going to be playing from behind, and that's exactly what they don't want. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I like Eagles there. So I have Eagles, I have Patriots, and I have Steelers all with uh, with given spread. So Steelers are minus ten, uh, Patriots are minus two. So two favorites, one underdog in the Phil and the Eagles. And then I'm liking that fifty-one and a half over under. We'll see how I do see? this week. Two for three last week should have been three. I. I have picks, but they're all like, like the, I think the better team is gonna win. Like, so like I think the Bucks. Well, I think the Bucks are gonna destroy the Rams on Monday. Monday okay. Night football. The the Rams just lost Andrew. That's Whitworth. not a bad pick. That's not yeah, a bad pick. Rams just lost Andrew Whitworth. I think that Tom, the Bucks have been kind of bad on primetime games this year, right? Yep. Uh, I yeah, they were say, horrendous. I want to say that. Tom Brady, you know, would notice something like that and be like, hey, we're not choking against the Rams. We're yeah, is Tom like, Brady and the Buccaneers really going to drop to six and four? Yeah, like, like, what's the spread there? Three and a half. Pretty, pretty tight. Yeah. So, honestly, like, I I think the Bucks are going to destroy them. But it could be closer than what I'm thinking. But I think three and a half is way, way too little. And I just think, like, so the Rams have have – they basically have a, a pretty low tier defense with two ridiculous superstars. Yeah, they, the have Bucks, a, they actually have they have a good passing defense. Their passing defense has been good this year. Yes. So here's my thing. I think large a large part of that is Jalen Ramsey, obviously, right? Yeah. And their safeties have been playing better. If, if there is any team in the NFL that is equipped to handle the Jalen Ramsey effect, I would bet on the Buccaneers with Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. And Chris Godwin and Rob Gronkowski and the list goes on, you know. Yeah. And they still they've had a successful run game with those two Ronald and Leonard. I mean, fantasy is a pain in the pain in the neck, but yeah. um, I liked it. All right, what else do you got? Um, I think that the Dolphins are going to destroy the Broncos. I'm really high on the Dolphins now with Tua. See, I'm I'm a little eerie on that. I am. Well, for one thing, Drew Locke just like hurt his. Ribs. Oh, very true, very true. And the spread's only three and a half on this game too. That's pretty solid. And the Broncos' defense, it started off solid. They were, like, the number one rushing defense. But lately, they've been a little suspect. Who? Yeah, they had a last, tough game last week. Last week, Josh Jacobs ran over them. And I'm pretty sure Trent Brown wasn't even playing. Uh, Yeah, that that's definitely a game to look at. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dolph- it's three and a half? Yeah. Okay. So, I think... I think that I, mean, I don't think that it's going to be. I really think that the Bucks are going to destroy the. But Rams, I can see, but, yeah, Miami, just but like winning Miami by a touchdown, winning yeah. by a touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the Ravens are going to beat the Titans by a decisive amount because I think that they. I I agree with this too. I had the same thought. I think that Lamar's pissed about last week. Yep. I'm pretty sure that they just the lost. Titans are also easy to game plan for, like. Ryan Tannehill's gonna have to really throw the ball in this game. And you they know? have a better they they have a better team 
than when they played in the playoffs. And I want to say that the Titans just lost someone on their D-line that was significant. Yeah, Clowney is hurt. He's not playing? Yeah, Clowney is hurt. Okay, well, that would... He's not playing this week, yeah. Okay, that, that tips the scales there. We'll see what happens. Uh, those are pretty good picks all around. I, I really like those three, actually. The only thing is the Ravens The Ravens spread is six, but honestly, if, if they're motivated and they get a lead early and the Titans can't pass their way out of that lead, which I fully can see happening, yeah, win by a touchdown, win by two, win by three. I might throw some... I might take some of these with you, actually. We'll see what happens. I, I really like those. Uh, and the Ravens spread also was seven, and now it's six. So now you get to, hmm. if they Maybe win by a touchdown. Happened, yeah. yeah. That could be that could be big. But uh, I think that's that's going to be it for today. We're already at 90, so yeah. or just about. Uh, not, a, not a very uh, intense day of free agency. Yeah. Makes sense that it's kind of slow moving. Woj was right. He said, Woj predicted. He said, I don't think a lot's going to be done, done early. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep you guys posted, and we'll give you our reactions uh, with everything that happens. I hope, hope, hope Danny, Trader Danny, who we used to call, can get something done. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I think that's going to do it here. Uh, All right. Yeah, Andrew and Ricky, you know it. Signing off. Thank you guys for listening. All right. Till next time.